What are you eating? You know what it is, Ray? Oh, that's why I'm asking. I uh, had a work meeting here this week, and I ordered a, a spread. Got some um, some deli meats, some nice uh, rolls. Yeah, I was a meeting with myself. Uh, some tuna salad, some pasta salad, and some chicken salad. And um, the leftover chicken salad really pairs well with just a tortilla and some cheese. You put it in the toaster oven, you melt it for three minutes, and uh, that's where we're what at. What kind of cheese? What kind of cheese? Are we talking about? none of your fucking business. Why don't we just get the show started? The uh, Simmelman Sports Show. We talk all things New England sports, latest and the greatest. Let's do some opening takes. I don't have one. My mind is uh, frazzled right now. So, Ray, why don't you start? Well, God damn it. Uh, let me see what we're talking about here. Uh, uh, yes, and, uh, the next eight weeks for the Patriots. Uh, this is do or die for Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Uh, basically, it's their resume for next season. If they can get Mac Jones out of this funk, they probably will have a job next year. But if it looks like a disaster, like I think it's going to play out, uh, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge will be on the uh, offs- on the sidelines looking for a new job next year because they have not done well in year two for Mac Jones. Got that right. Bobby? Yeah, so we'll probably talk about a game that we're going to touch on, that that heavyweight title fight there between the Vikings and Bills, that game. Yeah, you look at the next deck of games, three of those games, yeah, it's two of those teams. Not good for the Patriots. I, I don't know if I can see them winning one of those games, which leaves five games that they have to win if they're going to make anything out of the rest of this season. So not looking good for them right now. Interesting you bring that up. I was going to go with the Bills for my opening take as well, except I was going to go, I laughed so hard watching that game. <laughs> so, so hard. That was an, yeah. And for anybody just tuning in, I was on the uh, Josh Allen's never going to make it train a couple years ago. Yes, you were. Not because of the talent, because of the stupidity that runs through that fucking rockhead uh, of his. And guess what? And I told you guys this two weeks ago when they when they lost to the Jets. The Bills are, are, are due for some of these games throughout every year. Because their coach is not as disciplined as he needs to be, but also their quarterback just turns into a rockhead sometimes. Just happens. Think about the lateral in Houston in that playoff game three. Oh man, was that beautiful. It's never gonna leave my head. It's never gonna leave my head. And him fumbling a snap to give up a touchdown to lose that game. Not to mention the shitty interceptions he threw, the the last interception in overtime. You know, he just has lapses in judgment as a rockhead. And uh it may be it may be the Achilles heel of the Bills forever because of that. Oh, I agree. I I, I think it, it makes the importance of Dayball look uh, even better. Last year, he had his oh, best season. He leaves, and all of a sudden, Daniel Jones has his best season, and all of a sudden, Josh Allen's regressing. Yep. Yep. Can we send uh, – can Belichick send another Josh McDaniels, uh, like, uh, Cold War operative to the Giants so we can get Dayball back here? Yes. Well, yeah. Can Josh Daniels play uh, coach in the NFC, AFC East, please? Yeah, please, somebody. Yeah. Um, I'll go. I'll go with a different uh, take. The Celtics and their depth just continue to win. Now twelve and three. Um, they named Joe Mazzula basically the coach. They said that he can. They'll count his wins, whatever that means, as an interim coach. Yeah, I guess. That? What does that mean? I would have to imagine that as an interim coach in the NBA, you don't get those wins um, on your official record. If you're just table labeled the interim coach, the Celtics went out and said, yeah, we're going to count them, even though we're still not giving you a head coaching job. Get starting to get a little bit annoyed with this whole fucking thing. And I may still pounding around there. Just get rid of the guy name. Joe, the coach, you're 12 and three. You've got players like Peyton Pritchard, 
Sammy Downtown Hauser and Luke Cornett each getting you 15 points in a blowout win against the uh, against the Hawks the other night. You know, he's the guy. He's the guy moving forward, and the Celtics look like they're on the goddamn mission um, from from number one Jason Tatum on right on down the bench. So um, they're fun to watch right now, as are the Bruins, who are on the list of things we'll be talking about in addition to uh, the next eight weeks for the Patriots. We'll go around the NFL. We'll talk about that Bills game, uh, the Josh McDaniels loss to Jeff Saturday. That was awesome. I haven't been able to say that without laughing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple things to catch up in the in the NFL. Uh, and simplest minds of the week, which from now until when's the World Cup over? 2024, Ray? How long is it last? Yeah, it's uh, like a long. The simplest simplest minds of the week basically just going to be a, a cutter cutter update. Uh, but. There's also a, there's also a shocking shocking uh, candidate in this week's edition as well. We'll get to so that's the show, the Simple Mind Sports Show Friday Rewind, November eighteenth. Wow. Mhm. Mhm. Welcome to the show. The other, that's the other simplest mind. I had to go like, what was the other one? Oh, right. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. You're gonna it's have to wait. Doozy. It's <laughs> a doozy. It's it's fairly insensitive. <laughs> right you're watching around. on YouTube. Uh, you're welcome. Except for my stains, I got baby stains all over this shirt. But that's okay. I thought those are cum stains. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that's what I, what I call your mommy. I call your mom baby. So. Yeah, that's what I figured. Uh, if you're watching on uh, YouTube, I'm sorry for that. Uh, if you're listening on iHeart, you're part of the number one uh, New England sports radio show. And if you're listening on iTunes, you're part of the self-proclaimed number one uh, New England sports show. And hey, what's up, Dubby? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, you got to work on that one. I just want to make sure that it's Dubby, not Doobie. I've been calling it Doobie. Let's call it Dubby. Two consonants after a vowel is makes the vowel short. Come on, grammar guru, you don't know. It's dubby, or is it doobie, or is do I do I have that op? Do I have that? No, it's it's dubby energy drink. This show is brought to you by dubby energy drinks. Uh, the 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 newest hottest energy drink on the market. Uh, if you're looking to get an extra spice in your day, you want to go to dubby. You want to go to dubby.gg and use promo code Simple Minds to get fifteen percent. All off all orders moving forward. That's W Energy Drinks. Uh, you tried one yet, Ray? You got yours in the mail there yet? Yep. Good Excellent, shit. isn't it? Yeah, I don't have to drink coffee anymore. No jitters, no nothing. Just wake you up. Not much of a crash either. Tastes good. No, tastes good. Fantastic. Great now, flavors. On, Great flavors. On this show in mid afternoon, we drink beers. But well, of course, because it's, we, we were setting after down the, the show mountain. when you need a little pick me up, you know. You got to mm-hmm. keep it level. Keep it level is the motto of this show. Of uh, you know who's not keeping it level? The Patriots. They uh, actually, well, they've been exactly a 500 team for the past two years. So I guess they are on, <laughs> in, within the motto. They're keeping it level as fuck, actually. Keeping it level mm-hmm. as fuck. Four and four to end 2019. Three and five to end 2020. Four and four to end 2021. We now look ahead to our next eight games. Eight weeks. Five. Uh, how many games are there? One, two, three, four, five, six. Eight. Eight in the eight weeks. <laughs> Excellent. Let's do the win-loss game. Bobby does not have faith that they can beat uh, the Bills nor the Vikings. 
Uh, let's go through all of the next eight teams that they'll play, and let's get a, a a win and a loss prediction from you guys. Are you getting the ledger totem pole of dumb? Is that what you're doing, yes, Bopod? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, very good. You're going to write this down? Yes, sir. Correctly? Oh, there's a uh, uh, yeah. God, you knocked your mic out too. You're on the you're on your computer mic. Not anymore. <laughs> what a dick. Okay, uh, first up out of the bye week, we have the Jets at home in Foxborough. The Jets. Uh, I'll go win. Yeah, have them for a win. Win. Uh, next week Thanksgiving night in Minnesota at the Vikings. Bobby. I have him for a loss. Richard? Win. <laughs> Me too. Win. Can I tell you why? We'll talk more about it He's... next week. Um, who, who are the Vikings wide receivers other than Justin Jefferson? Adam Right, Thielen. nobody fucking knows. Uh, TJ Hawkinson? <laughs> no. TJ Hawkinson, how many drops did that long-haired schmuck have in that Bills game? The point is, the Patriots defense is designed to shut down a guy like Justin Jefferson. They're not dopes like the Bills. And if Kirk Cousins can't huck that bitch up to Jefferson in prime time, what does Kirk Cousins look like in primetime games? Answer. Shit. Garbage. Uh, and Belichick against uh, big-time number one wide receivers has a pretty good track record. It's all going to land on skinny Ray's shoulders, and if that offense can put up 25 points. And if they can, they win, and I think they do. That's my reasoning there. My reason is they play the Cowboys the week before, uh, uh, short week. They're going to be fucking roasted, roasted after that game, and we're going to get them limping into that Thanksgiving Day game. Limping like a Langevin. Uh, next up, they head out to Arizona, West Coast run. You got the nope, Cardinals. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. Bills. Before Bills that, next. you got the Bills coming to town. Josh Allen and his Rockhead coming to Foxborough. Raymond? Win. You got a Patriots win there? Yep. <laughs> He's got him going. Are, are the Patriots going eight and zero, Raymond? <laughs> nope. No, I'll tell you why. Josh Josh Allen, like we all say, he's hurt. His, his elbow is not good. Sooner or later, he's going to have to take time off. I don't think he's going to be the starting quarterback against the Patriots Ooh, that game. Bold prediction. You think, you think yes. McDermott's going to sit Allen against the Patriots? Yes. He's going to put on the world the JJ Watt arm uh, brace, and he's going to go out there. If he can't, <laughs> if he can't throw a ball, he's going to be sitting. Yeah. Then he'll Bionic play Bionic running back. Shit. Oh, all right. Yeah. He'll kick it and throw lefty and they'll win 40 to 19. <laughs> Probably. Loss. Loss. Now we go West Coast. We go uh to the Arizona Cardinals. And that crumbling, crumbling future MVP. Future MVP. Uh, dealing with a hamstring, though, I believe. Yeah. Has been since week one. If you tell him what a whiny bitch Kyler Murray is. It's he? all these kids nowadays. Every single one of them are whiny little bitches. Jesus Christ. How do we fix this problem? <laughs> I can't talk about it. Not on here. <laughs> uh, I didn't I say now I, I did proclaim or maybe Ray proclaimed that Kyler Murray would be the future MVP. But before that, us, I, I called him a rockhead because those interviews he did coming out of college. What a fucking dope. What a dope this kid was. And now he's uh, acting like a prima donna. Uh, I, I got to win. I got to win against the either Kyler Murray less or uh, just a train wreck waiting to happen if it hasn't already in Arizona. I got to win against the Cardinals. Win, 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 win. Stop D Hop. Kyler Murray's a little bitch. I mean, this is the team that we usually have like a, a lot of bad time with because a mobile quarterback like Lamar Jackson, 
Kyler Murray's right up there. Uh, yeah, so this might be tough, but I think we edge it out. Bobby? Mobile quarterback loss. Ooh. The wind's I, think you're underestimating, I think you're underestimating the power of a dumpster fire. Uh, then you head north just a <laughs> little bit. Of, speaking of dumpster fires. Speaking of dumpster fires. Uh, they're too poor to do anything about their coach, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, next on the gauntlet for the Patriots. Win. 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 Yeah, win. Uh, then you head home, and you got Rays, uh, AFC defending Loss. champion, Cincinnati Loss. Bengals, uh, and Loss. Joe Burrow. Go ahead, Bobby. I'll, I'll see. I, I, I think they win. I kind of am leaning towards win, too. This is another you use. I'm not impressed with the Bengals. I never have been. What a lucky run they had. Win! Uh, and then you got Miami coming to town. Lost. Uh, with Tua, who was undefeated yeah. against the Patriots in the last three years. I'm going I'm going loss on that one. I'm going win. Okay. What makes you think I, they're going to beat I think it's weather dependent. I think if the Pats have the weather in their favor, they win. I think if it's clear, they... You know, if, if they don't have some sort of advantage there, they lose. But I'll I'll probably I'll just I'll lean loss. Yes. Loss is okay. Happening. You guys had a loss, I had a win. Uh and then you go up to Buffalo. Loss. 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 Okay. Uh as a panel, Ray, tell me if I'm right. We have one, two, three, four, five. We've agreed on five wins, five and three. That is correct. Okay, five and three. That puts you at ten wins again. I think probably firmly in the playoffs with the way this AFC is shaking out. And but can I, on another note, Bobby has them at three and five. <laughs> if we're not going with the panel, we're would you be surprised with... if that's the outcome? No, because look, Bobby, I uh, there is a good chance they go zero and eight if uh, yeah. the walking nutsack that is Patricia and Judge can't fix this offense or Belichick. Uh, we've had this conversation before. Uh, how much is he going to play a role here moving forward after the bye week? This is the question. These next eight weeks is: Can the offense look competent? Can so, they? Can they score? Spirals if they don't beat the Jets. Yes, there's a very this, good chance it yes. scores. Just let me give you this statistic, Ray, because it was uh, interesting to me. Since the uh, they started eight and zero in 2019, the uh, Tom Brady, I'm the most miserable eight and zero quarterback in the league year. After they started eight and zero, they went four and four that year. Since then, they've only touched thirty points ten times. In 50 games, they've scored 30 points 10 times in the NFL. The Chiefs and the Bills have each done it five times already this season. So you have a incompetent offense going on two years, two and a half years now that has gone backwards. They have to come out of this bye week. They have to come out of the, into this Jets game. And you have to have an offense that has a direction has a somewhat of an identity or at least is forming an identity. And like we've talked about, Bobby, at least a package of plays where if you can see it forming, like, oh, I know they're going to get six yards here. I know that they can complete this and connect this and be good. That's step one. And if they can't do that, then, yeah, O and eight's on the table and beyond, which we can get to. Thoughts? I mean, okay, yeah, I mean, I'm in total... Oh, go ahead, Rim. Go, go. Take Cam Newton out that first year because that is just – you can't count that. I mean, you just have a quarterback that can't throw the ball. Take that all out. So it's just basically Mac, Mac Jones the past two years, and he's probably the one that did it. The, oh, no, Cam Newton did do it one time. 
So yeah, Mac Jones only done it three times out of that. So that's not very good for Mac Jones. It's the offense. The, offense the Cam Newton good. offense had three thirty yard, three thirty point touchdowns. They had games. three thirty yeah. point touchdowns. <laughs> so Mac's only had one. No, there's been ten. Oh, 10, 6. Okay, thank you. Or maybe it was two. It was the it was the Seattle week two where we thought Cam Newton was, was the back. Seattle game. And then there was another one. I think maybe the Bills game they touched it. Um. But the Brady year, end of 2019, I, I think maybe they got it once or twice. Mac, actually, you had uh, the Jacksonville game last year. You had a Jets uh, game last year. The Jets game, they hit 50, right? So I think he had three or four last year, and then you had Zappy hit it this year. So, yeah, either way. It's oh, not Mac good. hasn't even done it this year, is what you're saying either. Oh, Zap Daddy. Wow, Zappy, Zappy, Zappy. Zap Daddy against the Browns, yeah. Zap Daddy. I, I think 30 is that is that number. I think you have to be a team that if um if you need to score 30 points, you you have to be able to do it on a whim uh, then uh, on any given week. I look at 2018 when the Patriots won the Super Bowl, their offense sucked for almost the entire year. It looked like they weren't going to make the playoffs. Then they went to a complete run game the last three weeks of the season and they were running over teams, but they ran into Kansas City. And belt and Brady had to put his uh, retro pants on and went out there and had the three third and longs to Amendola and you know was in a was in a um, uh, you know a gunfight with Patrick Mahomes and they put up thirty something points in overtime and then they went and won the Super Bowl with seventeen. You have to be able to score thirty points on any given Sunday to be considered uh, uh, just a decent team. I think in the NFL these days and the Patriots aren't there yet. The you got to be able to win multiple there? ways. Can they get there in the next eight weeks? Yes. How? Fire Matt Patricia. <laughs> if you fire Matt Patricia, Bill Belichick has his hands in the cookie jar a little bit more for the offensive side. I think that he'll do exactly what you're saying, make Matt comfortable, make him feel more comfortable at home. He knows what kind of offensive set that he would like to run and just give him to it. But if Matt Patricia stays here the rest of the season, I don't think you're going to get Matt comfortable into that position that he wants to be in to be that kind of NFL quarterback. They're not going to fire Matt Patricia. There, there have been now rumblings. Tommy Curran said this on his podcast. I think that um, wherever they, wherever they heard this from, it was intentional from some coaching staff. Matt Patricia may not be the right fit for an offensive coordinator and play. No calling. shit. No shit. Holy shit. So is my, that, is my question news? is big J journalism. My tinfoil hat, uh, you fucking loser, is does has Belichick firmly put his foot into that offensive room in this bye week and said, Hey Mac, what are your 10 plays from this year and last year that you know, you can run yo fat boy, run the fucking plays here. They are. And then, and then build from there. That's what I would look to do. Find a foundation that Mac Jones is comfortable with, not fucking Matt Patricia or Joe judge Mm -hmm. or Bailey Zappi. Mac Jones can run. And then build from there. That's what you should do with any offense, with any team whatsoever. It's what the Patriots have claimed to do for 20 years. They mold around their talent. They mold around what they have, people's strengths, blah, 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 blah. They haven't with Mac this year. That has been apparent. Let's see if they let's see if that's an adjustment that they made coming out of the bye week. I think it's the only chance they have to be relatively successful or build towards anything moving forward for the last two months of the season. Totally agree. hundred percent. Yes. I, I, I mean, and just coming out of this bye week, I mean, it's like two extra practices, like the actual amount of extra time that they get 
is is negligible. Mostly it's just days off. They really don't get extra time. So it it, it literally is just how you're going to call it. It's the calling. They're not nothing real new other than, you know, a couple new plays that they do. But like as far as this whole new scheme, they're not going to come out and run different things. It's just how they call stuff when they call it. The type of drops, the type, the type of runs, like whether or not it's going to be more applicable, which is is more realistic that they can do from a coaching perspective with the time given. No, that's right. Yeah, they're not implementing anything new. Um, <clears throat> I think it does give, you know, especially a seasoned coach like Belichick an extra two or three days where he's not game planning for a week to sit back and scout scout where on a normal week you don't have you aren't, aren't able to do that. And I just think I I've just come to the conclusion in my own stupid head that that's the only way they're going to build towards something this year is fi- figure out what Mac Jones does well right now and just do it over and over and over again and build on that because you, you keep trying to do you keep doing what you were doing it's not working clear track record of that and they should be building towards something they're not going to win the super bowl this year but next year i think they're top three or top four in cap space available they got a shit ton of room um they can add they can fill in gaps their roster really should be considered okay and if you have a ton of cap space next year you continue to to draft well Next year should be the year that you're really pushing for for an actual Super Bowl run with a third year quarterback. And Belichick, I even think, said that at one point during training camp that this is somewhat of a bridge year. It looks like a pothole. It looks like a more than a pothole, a sinkhole type of year, not a bridge. So they've got to start getting uh, moving in the right direction. I don't, you know, they don't need to come out and put 45 up against the Jets, but it needs to look cohesive moving forward because next year is probably the big year. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Robert, do you think Robert Kraft's willing to spend all that money again after Belichick basically fucked that whole scheme up last year on the free agency? Yes. You think he would? I don't know if he has a choice if he wants to field a competitive what, team. If what he if chooses he says, not to, he's going to not have a competitive team. What if he says, I'll let you spend the money, but let me put the coaching staff around you that I see fit? Do you think Belichick budges on that? Well, I think this eight Belichick weeks will tell him to fuck off. <laughs> I don't know. I think this eight weeks will uh, really determine that if they go three and if they go Bobby's three and five and they continue to average 17 points and Mac Jones looks like a lost boy out there uh, crying to the heavens. Yeah. Kraft, I think, is going to say, hey, we this ain't working. And if you want to go buy some nice new shiny toys, I'm giving you the guy to run your offense, or at least I'm heavily suggesting the next guy to run your offense. And guess well, what? It's, it's I think we all know what Kraft is going to size 45 on, on the pants. Tom Brady, free agent. Sign oh, him. Bobby, That's Bobby, Kraft's no, suggestion no, right there. No, you want to no. talk about what Kraft wants? It's that. Imagine that. I'll give you all the How's... money you want, but you got to bring Brady back. How sweet oh, would that be? Man. Oh. Be, hey, hey, Mac. Uh, excuse me, Mac. Get the fuck out of here now. Get the get the fuck out. Could you imagine? Turn up the thin Lizzie. The boys are back in town. Exactly. Get out. Goes... out. Out, 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 Edelman's no knees comes back in the building. Gronk comes fucking stumbling through. Um, I'd take one last crack at the rodeo just for the just for the headlines. Brady's never coming back to Belichick, and Belichick's not gonna let that happen. Anybody other than Brady, I think Belichick is just I I it's not leverage per se, but it's it's something in that realm. And this is what I mean. He's chasing Shula. He's got two more years to get him. His kid's the defensive coordinator in line to take over the throne. Oh. If Kraft decides to just be a little more pushy here, what's Bel- what his only other option is to retire or quit. I don't think he's going to do that. 
not when he has Shula in his sights, not when he has his kid looking to take over or at least, you know, become a, a you know, continue to to hold his position. So I honestly think Belichick's in a little bit of a, a, a hard spot when it comes he to calling all the shots. He doesn't have the leverage anymore. I think the not, leverage is well, gone. Yeah, when you bring in Matt Patricia as your OC and you suck, like you kind of deserve to lose that leverage. But for a while, it was always, well, he'll just retire. He'll coach the Giants or something. I think he's too close to the end of his end of his line and to start over and, and do the, all that. I don't think he's, I don't think he'd be willing to do it. I don't even know if he could do it. I mean, what coaching vacancies would be open for him to go? It won't be the Giants. Oh, somebody the would, somebody yeah. would bend over backwards. Be for but, but he's but not going to want to just go move to some random exactly. place and start no, over. No, he's got to get, get wins. He's got to get, yeah, he's got to get like 10 wins in a, in a playoff win in the next two years to catch Shula. So, no, he's not. He's not doing that. My point is, if the offense continues to go belly up here, I do think Kraft will intervene the same way he did in the draft board. Reportedly, he'll he'll make them bring in a real offensive side of the football. He'll pay for that, which will hurt you in free agency. If they pay for the coaches, you won't get as much shiny toys on the roster. Unless but that's Belichick fine. Takes a, what if I'm Belichick fine with takes that. A pay cut. What if Belichick takes a pay cut? Well, I don't that think chance. that's happening. <laughs> it's a reported he makes $25 million a year. I mean, what if they Kraft says, I'll give you 20 and let me use five of that to go get an offensive coordinator? Something. Like, Belichick like... would punch him right in the face if he suggested that. <laughs> yeah, with his thick Bobby's using violence Bobby. today. Bobby's all violence. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. Um, all right. Well, that's that's the next eight weeks. Any final thoughts on that? Other than obviously that was all offense. Everyone, uh, we're all... Defense seems to be okay. They're uh, you know, top, top of the league doing their thing. Uh, Jake Bailey's back on the injured list. He hasn't been fired yet. Not Nick yet. Folk to be, continues to be your number one weapon. Um, and also here on the injury report, limited at practice over the week was Bailey, as I mentioned. Christian Barmore, who everyone's expecting to be, come back. Kyle Duggar, hopefully we see him. Josh Uche, Anthony Jennings, and Devontae Parker all listed at limited at practice. Not listed. <laughs> nice, nice tits, right? Was Trent Brown, but he was spotted playing second team reps without a helmet. I don't know if that speaks to some type of intelligence joke that I am too stupid to come up with. There's your pun. Or uh, is it a punishment? It For was what? hurt. I don't know, but Isaiah Wynn slotted at your left tackle right now. Can't be a can't be a systematic move. That's scary. So, what quarter does Matt go? Sure, there's a reasonable explanation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he missed weighing. Yeah. <laughs> my reason was just bored. Yeah, my I, I just just fuck that. Yeah, fuck it. Egg. Get ready, get ready for Zappy. Oh, that was my another other conspiracy theory. If this offense uh, continues to suck with Mac Jones, when does Patricia and Judge uh, usurp Mac Jones with Zappy and try to save their Raiders. try to save their jobs? Raiders game. Ooh, good call. Thank you. That's a little far down. That is the a line, pretty though. good call because that would have some other type of significance. So it usually is in that sort of a game where like. There's off the field implications where change happens when you take a big loss. So it's probably not a bad call. Thank you. Yeah. That's the mm. one a month. I'm done for the month. I'm at my quota. Okay. Well, why don't you go ahead and give us headlines with the obvious one? <clears throat> Thank you there, Richard. Uh, the New England Patriots play on Sunday at home against the rivals, the New York Jets. 1 p.m. kickoff and news are coming out of uh, New England. 
Isaiah Wynn will start at left tackle, as Rich just said. So let's please prayers up for Mac Jones. Uh, the Celtics are on an eight-game winning streak with wins over the Nuggets, Pistons, Thunder, and Hawks. Next up for the front runner and MVP candidate this season, Jason Tatum, is tonight against the Pelicans at 8:30. Uh, the Bruins sit atop the NHL with a 15-2 record with a success of the drunk Jim Montgomery. The Queen is rumored to be getting phone calls from the NHL teams. Next up for the Bees, home versus the Blackhawks Saturday night. And the Red Sox have signed uh, no one. They haven't signed anyone. And lastly, the World Cup starts on Sunday, and the over-under for arrest is at 100. Hammer the over. This has been Headlines with the Obvious One. Back to you, Richard. Now, is that over-under reported arrests? Yeah. Or can we count unofficial floggings? Nope. Reported. Nothing like a good flogging. I yeah, I gotta imagine a lot of flogging is gonna go unreported. You know, so that that hundred number might be pretty accurate. Vegas knows. Yeah, Vegas always knows. Vegas knows. I love, the house I love What's the line bets. on floggings with Vegas right now? Uh, <laughs> Vegas, so you gotta go to the. You gotta go underground for that. Yeah, it's not Vegas. Yeah. You gotta go somewhere in Jersey get to get those lines. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of underground, the playoff standings for the NFL look like this. In the AFC, uh, the Chiefs sit atop at 7-2. and two. The Dolphins, the trash organization that is the Dolphins. I love everybody taking the bait in this fucking trash team and that nerd McDaniels and that loser Tua. 7-3. 7-3 are the Dolphins. We'll see how that goes. That shit fucking wow. sinks. I fucking Anger. hate the Dolphins. So angry. Anger. I hate this is supposed to be a nice day. No, I like that they're doing well now because I can't wait for them to die. Uh, next up are the Titans. Six and three are the Titans. The uh, the Ravens holding down the NFC North at six and three. And your wild card spots, the Jets, six and three. The Bills, six and three. And your New England Patriots, five and four. All four AFC East teams currently sitting in the playoffs if they were to start today halfway through the season. Quick Go question. Ahead. What would be worse for you, a Dolphins Super Bowl or a Bills Super Bowl? Dolphins. 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 I don't mind the Bills. The Bills fans are really getting on my nerves. I hate the Dolphins. I hate their shitty fucking aqua colors, their stupid porpoise uh, mascot, Dan Marino and his cocky little fucking shitty attitude that couldn't win a goddamn thing, Don Shula and his big uh, cheat-a-lot, Belichick, the fucking champagne club and Merkin Murs. Get the hell out of my face, you trash organization. You cheating. They have more cheating scandals than the Patriots do. Go look it up, Google. They're just a fucking trash organization. They learn, they know how to blow it every single time. Every single time. I don't, what, they haven't made the playoffs in a decade. They haven't won a playoff game since what 91 they're just fucking they're just trash they're just trash do you think all <laughs> i didn't think that there trash? would be nearly as much reasoning to why that was coming i just thought it was going to be a quick thing yeah okay. tell me i'm wrong you're not 100 right and the fans no one gives a shit about the fans. they're heat fans no one cares mm-hmm. No one no, cares down there. They're not from. They're not real Miami fans because no one, no one's really from Miami. Dolphins fans are just like imports. random fans that are like placed around the country. Like you'll just find like random dolphin fans. Yeah, like, like a, a troll. redheaded troll that lives in Westchester, New York. <laughs> just for example, under a bridge, just off the top just, of my head. Yeah. 
In the NFC, uh, the standings <laughs> look like this. The Eagles uh, currently sit atop the NFC at 8-1 and one after a disastrous loss on Monday Night Football we'll get to. Uh, the uh, Vikings, after a win uh, against the Bills, 8-1. and one. Seahawks, 6-4. and four. The Bucks and Tom Brady, here they come, 5-5. Five and five. The 500 holding down the NFC South, putrid NFC South. In the wildcard spots, you have the Giants, Dayball and Daniel Jones at 7-2. and two. Cowboys. Six and three, and the 49ers at five and four. Uh, on the bubble for both conferences, Chargers five and four, Bengals five and four, Commanders five and five, and uh, the Packers at four and six. I made this list today. I like the way the teams look. You got, I like, there's no, not necessarily like a shitty team in there, other than the Dolphins, that, uh, <laughs> You know, you got good fan bases, you got good uh, history, you got some rivalries, you got good teams. I like the way the playoffs shake out right now. I don't think it's going to last, but I like the way they look right now. The Titans. I hate the Titans. Get the Titans out of there. They're annoying. I'm with you there. I'm with you there, too, yeah. The, the, the six and three, the t- they're just another team. Like, they're, nobody, they're not good to watch. They don't have a good fan base. It's just, I don't know. The Titans annoy me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Prayers up for Steve McNair, RIP. Uh, let's talk into uh, just a couple of <laughs> getting around, getting around the NFL. This one, this one blew me away. The Queen gave us this this stat uh, or news point. Mark Davis, owner of the Raiders. Everyone, everyone thought McDaniel's was gone after that loss to Jeff Saturday. <laughs> Saturday in the Colts, it blew another lead, another one possession loss for the Raiders. Everybody thought McDaniel's was gone. He had like three closed door meetings with that bowl cutted ginger in the last three weeks. And come to find out, Mark Davis is too poor to fire Josh McDaniels because he's still paying John Gruden who he had to fire and to fire another head coach and pay that amount of money out the door for someone not doing their job was just too much to handle for, uh, for Mark Davis graduate of CSU California state university, the Chico's Chico's Ray was trying to tell us yesterday that Mark Davis and Jonathan Kraft were of the same ilk just because there are kids of NFL owners, Robert, uh, Jonathan Kraft, a uh, graduate of William and Mary in Harvard business school, Mark Davis in that, in that <laughs> self fucking scissored cut ginger bowl cut of his went to Chico state. <laughs> Chico state. How is that not like, is that racist? even a real school? Yeah. California <laughs> oh, state no university. Baby. Al yeah. Davis fucking built Al Davis built it. it had a... <laughs> yeah. Well, at least the difference here is Al Davis actually gave it to Mark Davis. Robert Jonathan Kraft's never getting that thing. Robert Kraft's going to give it to Meek Mill before he gives it to him. (laughs) That's a fucking breaking news right there. Exactly. Whoever that gold digger is that just married him, she's she's going. Oh, her. Oh, yeah, her. She's a doctor. One of the two of them. Sorry, doctor gold digger. Um. What do you think about that, Mick? What do you think about Mick? And so two, 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 three things came out of that. Mark Davis is too poor to fire McDaniels. McDaniels sucks as a head coach. Sorry, four things. Uh, Cry McBitch Pants, uh, David Derek Carr, literally with his dripping mascara at the podium, talking about how hard it is to be in the NFL. And then the winner of it all, Jeff Saturday. Just what a... Jeff Saturday won the whole thing. What a headline coming out of that game. Because you see all the people ripping on Jeff Saturday, like, how dare you, you know, the coaching fraternity, you know, you shouldn't have someone that's an analyst come in up the street, you should hire within, blah, blah, blah. And Jeff Saturday shuts them all up by fucking winning that game. Love it. 
Love to see it. And the Colts actually look good. Matt Ryan looked good. Jonathan Taylor looked good. He has that team playing for him. I like it. Bobby? I mean, we knew that Mark Davis was poor. I mean, it goes back to who was it? Was it the Khalil Mack contract where the whole reason that they traded him was because they couldn't guarantee, like based off the NFL rules, like you have to like put an escrow X amount of their actual guaranteed money and he couldn't do that. So that makes sense. And it does well for McDaniels because now he's uh, he's given himself some job security, which he doesn't otherwise know, which is probably <laughs> why he took the Raiders job. Very smart, Josh. Very, very smart. Yeah, don't say uh, the Belichick tree are, are not heady. They're not. They exactly. are certainly heady uh, when it comes to manipulating things. Can I just read you a Jim Irsay tweet that he uh, launched out in the Twitter sphere after they won that game? Absolutely. Jim Irsay, the owner of the Colts. All you critics, dot, dot, dot. You criticize all of us in the NFL for losing, dot, dot, dot. When we make moves to win, dot, 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 you act so righteous. Then he says, quote, who you crapping? <laughs> End quote. Just win, baby. Wow. Who you, who you crapping is the new tagline for the show, but it's also <laughs> going to be used in my life often. Every day. Every day. Oh, Whenever my wife has something to say. Who you, you grabbing? Grabbing? <laughs> was, was the just win baby a troll of the Raiders too? Yes, it was. It's win baby. Ooh, that one got me going. That one made me laugh out loud. <laughs> I lost my spot. Where are we? The Bills lose to Vikings in hilarious oh, fashion. Another you want me to keep me laughing? Keep me laughing. <laughs> Let's talk about this game. Okay, it started. The first you know blunder was fourth and eighteen. Uh, I guess it's not a blunder, but. How do you even let the ball go towards Justin Jefferson in that spot? Uh, catch of the year so far, that fourth and 18, one-handed grab down to his chest. He ripped it out of that the defender's hands and made it his ball. The only thing I'll say to that, look, unbelievable catch. I've seen better, and this is why. Gravity and the way he fell helped Justin Jefferson out a lot. He, he's got the hand on the ball in the air. Amazing to get to that. The defender has it too. As they both go down, he clenches it to his chest and gravity just kind of pulls him there and the ball just lands on his chest. So he didn't have to control it going to the ground face first. He ripped it and gravity kind of helped him pull it into his chest. Well, you're a fucking Debbie Downer. I just say it was an amazing catch. You don't have to fucking say gravity helped it, you piece of shit. Found a way to minimize it. Yeah. I'm just saying. What a, what a dick. That's I'm just like, saying, oh, you know what? This is going to hurt the SB's catch of the year, and you're fucking saying, oh, it was gravity. You should get the award. He looked unstoppable, yeah. and he had to minimize the catch. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I liked, I, I thought the catches he made post that were almost just as impressive in, co- you know, in, in between coverage, getting crushed, holding on to the ball. Well, he had 198 yards. I mean, there's lots of catches that he had yeah, in between. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to say this, and this might make you a little offense. bit angry. You know what was a better catch? David Tyree. Stop it. Better catch. Moving on. (laughs) Okay. Moving on to Josh Harrison Harrison had just taken a little bit more HGH. Maybe he could have punched it off his fucking head. In the grass, breath. In the grass was Eli. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, Rodney Mm -hmm. Harrison. Just like donkey punch him. Do something, dude. Finger his asshole. Speaking of fingering assholes, what was going on with that snap and Josh Allen and the fingering call? assholes? They must have been. They must have he been did. thinking about it. He or asked doing for it. three. He only did two, and he didn't know that the snap count was. So he fucking liked it. I gave you three. I felt two knuckles, Josh. I felt fucking two knuckles. I laughed uh, so goddamn hard. I laughed so fucking hard. And then I knew. I knew. I texted you right. 
There's enough time. They're going to go get a field goal. They're going to send this to overtime. You said it. You said it was overtime. And I and called the I called the turnover in overtime. You did call the interception in overtime. Uh, but that the Gabe Davis catch, not a catch, helped him on that on that field oh, goal drive. That's. I mean, why is that re- not reviewable? So this is the question that a lot of people are having. We've had that on the show multiple times. You have to go. Um, I'll give your a nod to your soccer here, Raymond. What do they call it? The video uh, VR. VR. The VR. The VR board. That that should just be across all sports at all times. Someone in the heavens looks down at the game. If something obvious looks wrong, they make the correction. That's it. Yeah, but with soccer, it's easier because you don't have to add time and put the ball back where it was. So it's like pretty quick. But like, oh, no goal. Or yeah, it is a very like a simply mundane sport. It's that's not, why I love it. It's not that's hard. why I love it. It's not hard to figure <laughs> out. You just fucking keep playing. Blah blah blah. But if it's for football, that's gonna be tough. You gotta put it back on what yard line it was. What how third and four, whatever it was. You know, time back on the clock. That's why I won't. I think we could work. figure this football. out. I I think we could figure it out. Yeah, you, as long as you're not in charge, bot pod, like we'll be okay. We'll think. We can, Thank you. We can I'll take my there. name out of the running. I'm taking my name out of the running. Thank you. Good for you. Uh, speaking of taking names out of the running, Dan Snyder is about to not be. No, 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 no. Go Did back to the something? other one. Yeah, the snowball this Sunday. I Ooh. want them not to take it out of fucking Buffalo. Six feet of fucking snow is reported for Buffalo against the Browns on Sunday. I want to see a blizzard game. That is amazing to me. Six feet of snow. You ain't going to be able to do shit. That's going to be awesome. I already took fucking Josh Allen out of my fantasy roster because I'm like, he ain't playing. Or if he does play, he's not going to throw the he ball. Can, he's gonna that's be a run, perfect run, run, Josh run. Allen game if he can't throw. He'll just run. No, yeah. he ain't going to run it. His elbow hurts too much. They can't, if they, How soft are they going to get if they uh, move that game or cancel that game? What? Come that's, on. They're talking about Detroit, putting it in Detroit, I guess. So that's stupid. Bullshit. That's Bullshit. What, this who's isn't the, baseball? This is football, goddamn it! Who's the uh, who's the um, northern team that's talking about building a dome? Chicago. Chicago's talking about building a dome. Well, they don't even get that much snow these days. Like they get shitty rain city. and it's cold. It's windy. It I don't know if you windy. know this or not, but Chicago's name is the Windy City. It is very windy. I know you're not a good geography. Inside person, info. So you know. Yeah. yeah that's brag. insider trading. We'll bleep humble, that. Humble, humble brag. Yeah, try that again. Um, speaking of humble bragging, uh, the DCA DA is about to humble brag because they're about to fire Dan Snyder from the NFL. Uh, and it seems like the team has responded. Monday Night Football get the upset over the undefeated Eagles. However, the biggest news coming out of that is the refs suck. That blown face mask fumble return for the commanders and then Another unbelievably shitty roughing the passer call at the end that uh, extended the drive to basically salt the game away for the for the Washington football That's team slash commander slash Redskins. Those are the most frustrating calls. It was so bad. I mean, so bad. What are you even thinking? Um, take it where you want. You want to take it from the refs uh, to the commanders. Uh, are they a team we should root for with the? Dan Snyder looking like he should be on his way out. Do you just no, give him a sniff? You, uh, nope. Where where do you want to take that? You wait until he's gone, and then you become a fan of the Commanders because then you want them to succeed, make playoff pushes, NFC title games, just because this guy has been fucking that goddamn organization up for 20 years. That's when you want to see them succeed. Not now. Wait. One more year. Thoughts, Bobby? I think 
I'm mildly rooting for the commanders. I, they like I've said before, they're just one of those teams that I wish were good that haven't been. So to see them win some games and to see uh, what's his name Wentz come out and then Heineke come in, see the he's doing well. It kind of, I I don't mind. Hmm. And it gets the Giants out of there if they win. So where have you seen this before, Bobby? You're you're a rooter of backup quarterbacks. It sounds like. <laughs> I don't mind a backup quarterback. He's the zappy love, the zappy love. Now the Heineke love. I mean, Jesus, get the zap daddy back in there. <laughs> um, they got to get rid of the commander's name. Is the first thing they got to do. It'd be a lot easier to root for him if they weren't named the commanders. What about that? Is a I'm bad name. Throwing this out there. Washington about, football team was better than the commanders. way better. What about Redskins? Rich history well, should bring it back. We'll table that one for now, right? Um, speaking of tabling. Uh, Giselle traded in football for jujitsu. Looks like she's oh, a what's well, her national what? sport? She's going back to her roots. No, she's Costa Rican. Whatever, Raymond. Don't fucking correct me. <laughs> it's racist, right? <laughs> what's racist? Because I said she's from Costa Rica. All right, I'll mute him. I'm sorry. I thought she was Brazilian. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to mute Ray. He's getting all. He was going off the rails with all that racist talk. Oh man, un unsolicited racist talk. Uh, yeah, poor Tommy, poor Joe. Bruce Arian said that this week was the first time he saw him smile this year. Oh my god! Can I? Uh, th- a serious question. I know. Uh, do you think Brady just now Giselle is his new queen of spice? Like it was first I'm a six round pick, and then it was you know whatever between that and Garoppolo. We know Garoppolo is a big one, and then it was the Patriots don't want me, so I go win a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. Can't you see this now being the next mountain of spite for Brady to take? Play till he's 49 years old and collect the championship for McDaniel's and the Raiders or the 49ers or somebody um, after this Tampa Bay run. I can I I, that, I think the writing's on the wall. Yeah, Only if he can channel wrong. this personal slight into football. Well, I think that's what he's done his whole career. Well, those were like football slights. 2-0 in his divorce, post-divorce. He also lost $600 million to that uh, crypto crook. So he's he needs to regain a little bit of money. <laughs> Guy needs a job. Until 50. He'll be playing until 50. I think so. Sign him. Sign him, Kraft. Hey, Kraft, sign him. What was Maybe the there's an offer on the table. What was the message uh, from Kraft, from Mac Jones, Bobby? The me- Oh, uh, out, 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 out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> that sounds right and uh to end the nfl news uh cooper cup done done none of my fans team i don't give a fuck ah, I, I do cooper i like watching cooper cup best wide receiver in the league he's always hurt though it's well, fucking can achilles you be the, can you be the best wide receiver disaster in the league if you're always hurt? The rams absolute disaster 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 they got it i mean they got their super bowl right like they people are saying that that that's it worked I would disagree. And there's reports Sean McVay is going to retire as a 39-year-old after his quote-unquote core. All he talks there. about is retirement. He's got a smoking oh, wife too. and a bunch of money uh, in a Super Bowl ring. And he could go make he could go make millions of dollars as an announcer tomorrow, I bet, in just a cakewalk. Probably. Well, look at Brady. He made, what, $25 million for – or what's their deal for with Fox? Oh, it's like three hundred fifty million or something yeah, for like something ten years. Stupid. So yeah, I mean, you can make that kind of money easily. <laughs> like thirty million dollars a year or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aikman's making twenty or some insane number. Like Al it. Michaels like signed it. for like twenty-one for at Amazon. I think those numbers might be off, but they're close. I mean, it's absurd money. 
It's yeah. absurd money. That's what I'm saying. He'll be fine. He'll For everyone just to complain about you in the way you announce games. It's absurd. It's, <laughs> it's absurd a no-win Okay, that's the NFL talk. We got uh, a little bit of time. We got some Celtics, a little bit of Bruins, and uh, some simplest minds. So let's take a quick break, and we'll do some Celtics talk. Pondering. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know if we were ready. I thought we were gonna get the koozie. Nope, we got the oh. real deal. Mm. <laughs> you saw oh, the shit. fake. I was pondering I getting real. getting a little tipsy this afternoon, and you just sealed the deal. You're welcome. <laughs> the only way to forget that. <laughs> yeah, I can't You're forget nice. it. It's my. I'll send you the picture of the screensaver. Uh, <laughs> I have on my phone. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll open this up and then I'll send it to Bobby. We'll get a live reaction. Uh, I'll let you guys talk because I'll have to find make it. Sure it's, make sure it's zoomed in. It's buried deep. <laughs> so, uh, But I do want to talk about the Celtics and the Celtics' depth. They are 12-3 and three now on the season uh, after a 126 to... Um, 121. That's not the right score. They blew out oh. the Hawks. What was the score? 126-102, I believe. 102. Uh, they beat somebody else 120. They beat the uh, Thunder 126 to 121. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, they blew out the Hawks in their most recent game. They had 41 points from the bench against Atlanta. Um, 101. 101. Okay. Their bench has a point differential of plus 7.1 through the 15 games. That's best in the NBA. Peyton Pritchard, uh, with the injury to Brogdon, has come on strong. We like, I like Peyton Pritchard. I, I do too. He's not getting enough playing time as is, but he plays aggressive. Yeah, Missoula's got to figure a way to get him get him in the rotation. Um, they got you know between Smart, White, Brogdon, and him, that's that's tight. But they got to figure a way to do that because he's good and he gives them a spark. Old Sammy Downtown Hauser uh, put in fifteen three point three point assassin. Derek White, if you want to call him a bench player, he starts a lot too. But you know we're talking depth here. Grant Williams, we know what kind of player he's evolved into. Malcolm Brogdon, I'll get back to him, but obviously has been terrific you know, when he's played this year. Um, outstanding piece there. And then fucking Luke Cornett jumping from the paint, blocking three-pointers, scored 15 points the other night against Atlanta, turning himself into a, at least a regular season depth role player. You're, so, that you know, that's not your five starters. Time Lord hasn't touched the court. So you're talking about one, two, three, four, five. You're six players deep into that. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. you're eleven players deep, and I think that's important in the regular season. I think that's important for a team like the Celtics in the regular season, who still have something to prove. This isn't the LeBron Cavs the second time around, where they can take their foot off the gas midway through the season and then know how to turn it back up and get to the finals. I think the Celtics need to be the front runners from the right from the beginning and never let up. Based on based on what we've seen from this team in the past. And um, the way that they've collapsed in their immaturity issues and whatnot. And I think depth is going to be a big part of that. You know, Tatum can't go, go out there and do 40 points every night. So um, that's good to see. I think that's good to see. Okay, your thoughts on the bench while I find this beautiful, beautiful picture to send Bob. I'll go quickly, Bobby. But uh, we've been uh, setting it all along that we need depth on this team. And we finally have it. 
uh, with all these depth pieces now, it shows that if someone does go down because injuries happen all the time in the NBA, someone there's the next man up kind of mentality here. And I think this is going to be huge going into the playoffs because when Robert Williams comes back, you have guys that can spell all these guys and you don't have to have a load. You don't have to do load management or anything like that because these guys can come in there and take control of games like uh fucking Brogdon you could put him in in a starter role Grant Williams same thing you can put him in a starter role and he can succeed so I think we're uh setting ourselves up for a great season down the stretch with all these guys coming off the bench yeah I mean I certainly think Missoula agrees with you Rich to get off to a strong start because I'm thinking he's kind of like uh he's putting he's playing his best lineups doing his best thing he's trying to get as many wins at the beginning so he can get that interim tag removed I think he's certainly trying to do that I mean, when you're looking at the bench, like I, I think the stats are a little misleading. I don't think the bench is like the best. They're certainly playing well right now. I don't know if that stat holds up throughout the rest of the year. When you look at players that would like, how would you feel about them having to spell in a starting five for a long-term period of time? I don't know how I'd feel about that, but the, the sum is proving greater than the whole right now. They're, they're playing excellent. Yeah. I still can't find it. It's very deep. Um, no, yeah. I agree with you, but I think that's what, what depth said. is, right? Like depth is, um, <laughs> what do you say? That's what she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not for not when you do it. Not when, not when you see this. No, not, when I, not when I do it. And it's just like, is it in? Um, but that, I mean, depth, that's what depth is. When you get to the playoffs, you take that rotation, you cut it down to seven, eight guys, nine guys, maybe. Um, and, and your big dogs have to lead you. Um, you know, I just think, and even if you want to take it further, even if you want to go towards, okay, maybe we do need a bigger piece. Now you've got a uh, uh, Sam Hauser, Pritchard, Derek White, uh, guys that become trade targets, guys that you can you can fill in and, and maybe move and and get something back for them. So, I don't know. I just think that that's a really important but piece would you, for a regular would you, season. Would you want to move any of those guys to get a bigger piece? Um, depends on the piece. I know I wouldn't. There's, I don't, there's no real big piece that I would covet that would trade any of those guys. The only trade situation that I would really like to consider, and this probably isn't even this year, this is more of an offseason move, um, is Robert Williams and whatever you want to package for him to bring something serious back. Because I don't trust Robert Williams. I don't even necessarily believe in Robert Williams. But, you know, the pay, what I just mentioned, the Peyton Pritchard, the Derek White, or whatever, that's going to bring you. A sixth man, maybe a seventh guy off the bench, you know, fill a need, fill a role. I think if you put Robert Williams in a package with a Derek White in a first round pick, now you're bringing back a superstar. Now you're talking about an Anthony Davis. Now you're talking about that level of type of talent. Um, and that really makes an impact on your team, which you will need because Al Horford is 36 and he is a in- very, very important part of that team. And he's not going to be able to continue what he uh, is doing even though he just came out and said i want to play for three more years and i want it to be in boston love to hear it al but you know you're going to be a 15 minute you're be a role player yeah you're gonna real be a role fast player at that point, yeah. real fast so that would be a trade move but i don't think they're, they're we're not in that mode right now we're not thinking about that you know they no. they got a they got a squad they got arguably the best team in the league right now and uh, tatum is an mvp candidate they need to just kind of keep the ship rolling let missoula collect those wins as the non-interim interim coach uh, tell Ime to stop pounding, but also uh, pound sand and uh, and roll from there. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Just pound somewhere Keep. else. Yeah. Speaking of pounding and pieces, picking up the pieces is this uh, Celtic segment that I named. 
Marcus Smart in his fourth quarter uh, antics or heroics, as I would call them, against the Thunder the other night. 20 points in the second half uh, was their really only offensive weapon. Had the game-winning layup off a Jason Tatum pick. Uh, Tatum and Brown seemed to open the door for Marcus to take over. Blake Griffin on the bench said, this is your game right now offensively. Marcus Smart came out and said, look... (laughs) basically basically said in a very Marcus smart way, I know what my fucking problem is. So I'm trying to not do it. But Blake said I had to do it. So I did it, which is shoot a shit ton in the fourth quarter. Happened to work out that game. Are you taking the cheese? And this is the cheese. I'll, I'll label it for you. This is the cheese has Marcus smart in his ninth season in the year. Finally identified when to pick his spots. Yes. Yes, I believe so. You you're the bottom of the totem pole for a reason, Ray. Go ahead. I believe he has. I think it's it's come full circle. Yeah, I might be the captain of this team, but it's the Jays team, and I just need to be take the back seat. You know, I'm the fourth option. I'm the fifth option when I'm on the court with these guys, and I think he's finally come to realize that. But if he has the opportunity, which it sounds like the Jays gave him, he takes it. He takes full advantage of it. And I think that's what happened against the Thunder. Good, you deleted you fucking. Country. I can't find it. I can't find the fucking picture. I'll find it. I'll get it. It's there. It's in the. It's in the cloud. Had me all lathered up. I know. I know. I saw the desk rise. I'll get it to you. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, the Malcolm Brogdon injury. I told you to get back to that. And that's annoying. This guy's been injured every single year of his career, and a hamstring as a professional athlete. Like, no, just don't, fucking don't stretch, fuck. man. No, no, don't. That's nothing. Fuck stretching. Fucking, Have you ever something. stretched? It's annoying. Have you ever tore your hamstring? It's very annoying. I don't want to do that. Pulled my hamstring and it still still gives me some trouble. No, I tore mine. It's still that's why I'm fat. Getting off the toilet. Mm, Fucking your mother. (laughs) I liked watching the hamster reel. I was doing the Jeff Bagwell. Jeff Bagwell fucking your mom like that. That's too aggressive, right? I'm gonna have to beep and blur that. (laughs) I know you won't. Yeah, just annoying, Brag- Brogdon. Just stay healthy for a little bit, all right? Speaking of staying healthy, Time Lord expected back December 3rd. Bullshit. <laughs> yep, yep, uh, I agree. Um, and we mentioned the Joe Mazzula. Good for him. I think, the, I think yeah, seems like he's been pretty good. Let's see how he handles adversity when it comes to him. Okay, afternoon delights. Um, quick Bruins, and then we'll get to Simplest Minds of the Week. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I huh. think. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Bruins can't stop winning. Uh, they don't know how to lose. Simple question. Who gets the credit? I'll give you, I know, Raymond, I know your brain, so I'll give you a multiple choice. Thank you. A, Don Sweeney and Cam Neely. B, Monte, James Montgomery, head coach, new head coach or uh, new head coach on the team, obviously after Cassidy leaving. Or C, the players. <clears throat> Me, B, give me the drunk, the drunks are making them play. They're doing offense first. Nothing like you've seen in the Bruins before. You know, pack it in the defense and you know try to win a one nothing game or a two to one game. He's letting these kids go out and score. Pasternak, you got Hall, you know, rejuvenated. You got you got uh, Bergeron playing great. You got fucking uh, Marshank coming back early. 
I think he's it's the coach. It's the coaching system. He's letting these guys go out there and play hockey and not this defense first mentality. And I love it. Bobby, you got an opinion on this? Yeah, so in two weeks when Michigan plays Ohio State and uh, both teams are undefeated, <laughs> uh, just watch out for that. going to be the best college football game of the year. No problem. Uh, it's the players. It's C. It's the players, right? Uh, the coach, you always get a, uh, a jolt from a new coach in a hockey situation. Look at Bruce Cassidy and Vegas. Same deal. Same rosters, new coach. A lot of people want to give credit to the coach and the coaching change, but that's not it. It's just the players. They get a different energy. They get a different uh, uh, motivation to go out there and play, and they put themselves uh, in the best position to do so, and that's it. It's essentially the same roster. You added David Krejci as a 36-year-old who already got hurt. Um, McAvoy and, and Marshan came back uh, early from injuries. That's They get credit for that. James Montgomery doesn't get credit for for Marshan and McAvoy coming back early. Bobby saw that. What'd you do? Raymond just had a chair malfunction, and he's trying to hide it. Oh, your chair broke? I fucking caught it. No, I just fucking brought it down. My tits it's literally down. shrinking. It looks like an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Whoever gets the credit, whatever. Uh, they, they are the best one of two teams in hockey. It's them in Vegas. Uh, uh, so they the better make a run. Hockey. They better make a run. They better make a run for the cup, and we better see a second-round exit, at least. <laughs> at least. At least. At least. Uh, and then lastly on the Bruins, they put an independent review out there for the hiring of uh, one known racist and uh, abuser, Mitch uh, Mitchell. What's his name? Mitchell Miller. Mitchell Miller. The independent review is supposed to look at the player vetting process uh, and look for the best scapegoat possible for Don Sweeney and Cam Newton. Mm -hmm. We'll see what comes out of that. Scout. Scout. Cowards. Okay, simplest minds of the week, not including Neely and Sweeney after this. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. My shirt's tucked in, Ray. I can't. He's got a beater on, doesn't want to show us. Oh, yeah. Where's your beater? I took it off. Wait, what? I came from work. I had to take Fucking it off. Fucking hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> how are you even? How is that shirt naked. staying on? That's Unbelievable. Not. You should see from here down. I can't wait till Bobby gets comfortable enough to show us his beater. That's gonna be a game. that's gonna be a great day. Well, it's, there. it's just it, it's a no, shirt. I don't want to see it today. Don't do it today. Not today. It's too early. It's too early. The the day that we don't have to look at uh some <laughs> baby puke colored wall behind him is gonna be the day we get we get a beater. Some camera. Some fake standing desk in a, in a peach colored wall. <laughs> that's gonna be the day we get a we get a beater. Uh, Brings show. out the floor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Simplest Minds of the Week. Uh, I want to cut our update, Ray. Anything you got from there? But first, let's talk about the uh, the caterpillar, molten lava man from New Hampshire. Look, it, RIP. Honestly, what, Bobby? I think you said it. Like tragic way to go, or whoever you put it. That sad story. A, a man was working. Um, I don't even know. I, what the hell the industry was, but they were dealing with molten iron and he went to get a test. He was an engineer and went to get a test sample and fell into the pot of molten iron. But the headline just caught my attention. 
It's unbelievable. It said Caterpillar, uh, the company, Caterpillar Man, quote, immediately incinerated, falling into a pot of molten iron. I know, I know I'm going to hell. I know I'm a piece yeah, we of all, shit. We're all going, but we're all going. immediately incinerated, I went on my phone and started laughing to myself and immediately texted it to you guys. It just, and then I read the story and I got, you know. Well, this should be a new segment a family us. involved. A, a simple like... minds, a stupendous death. <laughs> <laughs> immediately incinerated. So I guess, and I, I wrote here on the, uh, that that does rule out he did not, to this point, we don't know if he became a superhero or a Batman villain. Oh, we, they cover that shit up. You don't fucking know. I mean, are there no safety precautions? You just walk around. Where's the like, railing? Yeah. Well, railing, some sort What's of a belt with a, with a rope. Yeah. yeah Is there like a spotter that was supposed to spot with a him? Rope? Belay on, bitch. Yeah. I don't want to fall Long? in. Where's John Long? Yeah, somebody belay me. I don't want to fall in the molten yeah, like, iron. Like it was, is that what's going on here? Like he had like a rope, but then his other guys like, oh, a piece of candy, and then he like, yeah, it was like a Homer Simpson move, and he, exactly. you know, he took his eyes off the fucking situation. But the immediately incinerated. What is that like? Uh, out of uh, Indiana Jones, where the where you see like the skeleton, the face, and then the skeleton come appears when the face melts off, and the Nazis try to open up the thing. Be honest here, I've never seen Indiana Jones. <laughs> Christ. Poor bastard. I knew you'd it's be mad about that. Ruin everything. I know. Sorry. You love Nazis too. I can't believe. I you hate Nazis. I'm Jewish. Why would I like You're Nazis? You don't don't value what is it called? Value shaming, value virtue. 16th Jew. Jesus Christ. Was a Jew. Uh okay, right? Uh one for every candle. Please, with the cutter update. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen the reports, but uh, a Danish uh, news reporter was down there. They're filming on the streets, and then lo and behold, a truck full of cutters. Cutters? What do we call these people? People from That's, again with the racist assholes. Am I going to have to take this over? Cunts, cunts came over and said, "No, no, no! You cannot videotape anything." Cuntars. Cuntars. You can't videotape anything in Qatar uh, premises. And the guy's like, well, this is public property. You know, I can do whatever I want here. I have this. He showed him his little uh, filming certificate saying I can film wherever I want. And they said, shut it down. I'm going to break your fucking camera. So it's going swimmingly well over there in Qatar. <laughs> An isolated yeah. incident, Ray. Okay. It's the whole World Cup. Give him a fucking break. Yeah, give him a break. Man. I did bad. read, uh, uh, as Barstow Far as I read, uh, Donnie's... Uh, blog about going over there and he did have a map of all the drinking establishments that guy i guess a guy came out and came out with that and they're like trying to protect the guy because if they find i guess cutter wants to know who released this and they're really? like looking for this guy actively yeah yeah i wouldn't go probably the guy that no. got lost in the desert no i i would love to go to world cup but no no thank you not this one where's the next one u.s america is it yes yep. sir that doesn't sound as fun. Well, it's actually oh, split, yeah, it it's split between Canada and Mexico, but yeah. Yeah. North America has it in the next one. You would rather go to a World Cup hosted in LA than like South America? No, I'd go there. I'd go to South America. I would not go to Qatar. No. Qatar. Qatar. No. No, Qatar. that Qatar. part of the world is off limits. Yeah. It's off limits for folks like us right now. I just... Yeah. No, no, thank you. I would rather go to a like a, to like a Brazil, World Cup. I'd rather Argentina. go to 
Costa Rica, literally anywhere else to, to experience a World Cup atmosphere somewhere else in the world other than my back door. That's what your mother said. This has ah, been the Cinema Sports Show. I wasn't quick enough. <laughs> Friday Rewind, November 18th. Uh, see you next week for our Patriots recap show. Bye-bye. Drink Dubby. Buy Dubby. Use Simple Dubby. Minds promo code. 15%, 15 off all, all your orders. All orders. All orders. Let's try it again at the same time. Be better. One, one two, three. Drink Dubby. Drink Dubby. Use promo code. Use promo code Simple Minds. Sports. Sports. No, no, no. Nope. Simple Minds. Simple Minds. For 15%, 15 off. off on all, all your orders. Nailed it. Hello, Richard. Ah, fuck. Ah, plug the cordy cord in, bro. It's not like you were busy today. You're just fucking done. Yeah. That's what it is. I know. Early today, too. I like it. Nobody's fault but my own. Cheers to that. You want to see what Grant gave me? Do I? Look at this fucking koozie. Look at those dits. How wet are they? Pretty wet. Pretty, pretty wet. So what are you eating? For those listening, oh, Bobby missed it. Why don't you show Bobby your new koozie? Hold on. He's a new one. It. Yeah, look at this. Grant gave this to me. <laughs> oh, my God. Right up your alley. Oh, titties. Titties, titties, titties. For those it just seems it. like that could relate itself to a fumble based off of you might not be able to get a good hand grip on there. So I could see you fumbling. Bullshit. Well, look at this. You put it, anybody put it right, except, out, right underneath the breasts. Anybody except for Captain Boobs uh, would fumble that. But Ray... Mm -mm. Ray's got a strong, strong idea of what to do with that, uh -huh. uh, which I would imagine. And for those listening, it's a crocheted. Is it crochet? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Crocheted uh, beer koozie. Someone took the time to hand make that for you with round boobies on it. So I'll be honest. I guess someone gave it to him for his kids to have for their bottles. And he said, very inappropriate. He says, let me give it to someone that's very inappropriate. And I said, thank you, sir. I'll have it. <laughs> I like it better as a bottle holder. <laughs> that is wildly inappropriate <laughs> teach him young <laughs> and hey, confusing and confusing they go for the bottle and then they see that little you want him to breastfeed but you're giving him a bottle it's basically exactly. trolling exactly unbelievable exactly what do you need you? You, you know what it is right i don't that's why i'm asking i uh had a work meeting here this week and i ordered a uh spread got some um 
some deli meats, some nice uh, rolls. Yeah, I was a meeting with myself. Uh, some tuna salad, some pasta salad, and some chicken salad. And um, the leftover chicken salad really pairs well with just a tortilla and some cheese. You put it in the toaster oven, you melt it for three minutes, and uh, that's where we're what at. What kind of cheese? What kind of cheese? Is None of your fucking business. Why don't we just get the show started? The uh, civilized sports show. Oh.